G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. We're looking this week at the topic of change and of maximizing change. If you look back over your life, you'll find that there are seasons where change comes across your path. Sometimes a change comes in a gentle, light breeze. Other times it's like a gale force wind and there's a huge change. I know for my daughter, just had a second child or the first child, having that was a change. A second child was a massive change. And as grandparents, the first child was a change. And having now two grandchildren is a much bigger change. But of course, there's great blessing that comes as a result of that change. But that's like a major change that takes place. And learning to embrace those changes is a real key to moving forward in life. Sometimes we just fight these changes. There's something in us, don't we? We don't like changes, especially if they're awkward and difficult. But sometimes there's no way to actually progress and move forward without embracing these changes. We said that yesterday that the president of the third most valuable company in the world said this, a key to continued success is thrive on change. It's almost like you've got to look at change and say, okay, now this is good for me. It may be uncomfortable. I don't like it. It may be painful. But almost say, this is good for me, especially if you know it's a, a change that's come from God, which, you know, if we're walking with God, normally that will be the case. And then as we embrace that change, it's going to really move us forward. We'll become better people. We become more fruitful, more effective, more mature. We'll maybe hopefully even become nicer people, more developed. Luke 5, verse 37 and 39 explains why we struggle with change. No one puts new wine into our wineskins or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled and the wineskins will be ruined. But new wine, something new, fresh, must be put into new wineskins. So there's got to be a change. And both are preserved. And no one having drunk old wine immediately desires the new, for he says the old is better. That's a real trap, isn't it, in life, thinking that the old is better. Somehow we make a fantasy of what used to be. We used to think we were really, really happy back in those days. But the truth was we wasn't, or that situation wasn't actually nearly as good as we now have fantasized it to be. If we want to move forward, we do need to embrace change. Throughout church history, one denomination after another has resisted a new move of the Holy Spirit. So what's God done? See, God's wanted to do something fresh, something new. He's wanted to bring change. People have resisted it. So God has had to raise up new denominations to bring in new truth. So willing to change as God moves is paramount. But not only have people been unwilling to change with the fresh thing God was doing, but some have gone further. Guess what? They've persecuted those who are bringing in God ordained changes. May you and I never be guilty of that. It's been said life is like driving a car. It's wise, if you're smart, to check the rear vision mirror every now and then. But the rear vision mirror is there only for us to glance at, not to stare at it. If you keep staring at the rear vision mirror, guess what? You will land up in a ditch. If we keep looking back only and focusing on it more than we should. Sure, we've got to learn from it. If we over-focus on it, we're going to get ourselves in trouble. The great leadership 
guru who's written so many books, many of which I have read, John Maxwell, he puts it this way, losers yearn for the past and get stuck in it. Winners learn from the past and let go of it. Let me repeat that because I think that's a pretty big statement. Losers yearn for the past. Oh, the good old days, which were never that good, by the way. Winners learn from the past and let go of it. Letting go is a huge quality we need to have in life. we just got to let some things go. They say that the extent of change and the rate of change in society is accelerating alarmingly. Sociologists are now saying that change is happening faster today than ever before. Our culture is reinventing itself every three to five years, meaning that in five years, society is massively different to what it was five years before. And in five years' time, it's going to be massively different to what it is today. So the rate of change is accelerating. So all the more you and I have to learn to embrace change because it's happening faster and faster. They say we're having new patterns of behavior two or three times a decade. It's huge. That means 20-year-olds are going to struggle to understand 17-year-olds because the change is so rapid. 15-year-olds are going to struggle to understand those 12-year-olds, let alone the poor old adult trying to understand their teenagers. It's almost a lost cause. The rate of change is just so rapid in today's society. So here's my question for you. How do you handle change? They say there are early adopters. That means people who will embrace change quickly and easily. They adopt, hey, we're doing this new thing. Have it in church. Hey, we, they've got this new vision. We're going in this new direction. There are all these people that come on board quickly. They're early adopters. Then there's the middle adopters. They, they sort of don't come onto it quickly. They don't resist it. They don't fight it. But they just take a bit of time, process it, think it through. And then eventually they're good. They actually make the change. They're middle adopters. Then there's these late adopters. There's some of the people you think, man, they're just not going to make it through to this change. They're not going to embrace it. They're not going to flow with us. They may, whatever, change track and go in some whole different direction. But eventually they adopt. They're late, but they do get there. Then there are non-adopters, and they're the people that just say, hey, there is no way ever I'm going to embrace that change. I'm not going to flow with that. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. They are the non-adopters. So when it comes to change, which one are you? Are you an early adopter? Get on board quickly. A middle adopter? Take a little bit of time, but you get there. A late adopter? Take a long time to get there, but you eventually do. Or are you a non-adopter? I trust that you are not a non-adopter because that will make life difficult for you. Let's be people who maximise change, who embrace change and quickly move forward. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. 